New Game Plus, your pixel-perfect podcast for all things gaming. I'm your host, Dan. And your co-host, Antonio. And, uh, well, we decided, me and Antonio, we want to talk about the recent surge in Final Fantasy XIV talk. And that's always, every time we do fourteen, we'd never have a guest for that, right? Never. Excuse me? Oh, God, she's here. There How did you she find is. Us? How did she find this cave? <laughs> we like, were like a primal from the crystals. We oh. say the words Final Fantasy fourteen, And here comes. Please introduce yourself. Okay, UA. Strongest primal. Not really. A.K.A. Ashley. A.K.A. Ashley, yep. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure if you guys have heard recently, but... There has been a huge upsurge in new players in Final Fantasy XIV to the point where uh, the Square Enix store actually had to stop selling digital copies of the game for temporarily because, well, I have to do some research. It turns out they couldn't generate codes fast enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there was a there was a lot of talk on that of like because it was like the perfect storm of everything, right? Um, I see. I was the, of the mind of they either a couldn't generate codes fast enough, or b uh, the every server was marked as congested, which essentially meant that you couldn't make a new character on any server, no matter what. And they wanted they saw mm-hmm. that and wanted to be like, well, if people are buying our game, but they can't make a new character to start the game, it's not really worth it. So we're going to have to halt sales for now. Um, but I've heard both reports. Like, we, we don't really have anything directly from Square, I think, do we? Um, uh, no, all we know is, is that it's, currently, it's, it's back on sale as of recording here. Yeah. Those those have been the those have been the two main stories that I've heard at least. But you could still buy it on Steam, but it was uh, shut down for PSN and for their actual website just because of the strain of popularity of the WoW refugees coming here. Um, and also speaking of Steam, there's been an all time peak at the <clears throat> current Steam users at fifty eight thousand and forty three current current users on the Steam version. Yep, that's not including the uh, any of the console players. Uh, Yep, or the non-Steam those, users. Yeah, yeah, or the non-Steam users. So I would honestly probably put that, put that number up around maybe 75K, like somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So that kind of begs the question, what's up with the sudden surge in popularity for 14? What happened? <laughs> what I, don't, happened? I don't know if you're familiar with that soundbite. Uh, Mickey Mouse <laughs> shorts. I'm sorry, I've been addicted to that. It's fine, but um, there's a lot of things we kind of can point the uh, microscope to, and again, it's uh, we've kind of mentioned that once or twice. There's been a huge influx of uh, WoW players coming into Final Fantasy XIV, and not mm-hmm. only just random WoW players. Certain WoW players that are pretty well known, one being Osmond Asmund Gold, Asmund Gold, aka Zach. Pretty much the WoW player when it comes to like content. Like he's I I don't really follow WoW, but I know enough about Asmongold to be to be like that's whenever I think of a WoW streamer or a WoW content creator, he's the first one on my list. Mm-hmm. And uh, he decided to go ahead and give Final Fantasy fourteen another shot because he apparently 
I don't know the exact history, but he tried it before and he wasn't impressed. But this is like during the time when WoW was at its peak. Yeah, that was back like during the. I I I'm still of the mind that Wrath of the Lich King was was WoW's peak, but Cataclysm was pretty good. I will admit, I think I want to say it was probably more so around that time. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, over the past few weeks, uh, Asmongold has been streaming his journey into Final Fantasy XIV, and it's been quite the views because it's been averaging roughly about 145,000 viewers per stream. Jesus. Yeah. That yeah, is. It's... And he's had also stream snipers that luckily Scarnix <laughs> has banned. <laughs> yeah, there like there there was a lot of talk. I don't know if you guys have seen clips from the first from the first stream. I was I was actually worried that he wasn't going to like it because the first stream was pretty much nothing but people stream sniping him and like doing a bunch of like spell effects and whatnot and pretty much clogging up not just his time but like the entire server. Yeah, so some of the stuff that I saw in some clips was like people were pulling out the whale mount, like both kinds. Mm-hmm. Um, or just like, just again, like you said, uh, spamming spells, trying to just basically yuck it up for the camera. It was, it wasn't a great first impression from like, like maybe a, a new viewer. Yeah. And they were blocked out from getting into like progressed story, but with <laughs> the NPCs. Yeah, they would, they would like, put the like like you mentioned the big whale mounts they would stand on top of the npcs so it'd be harder to click on and you know if you're a new player you're not aware of the you know the selective click option where you can click through everybody Mm -hmm. so it was it was a lot of trouble and then you try and do that with a with an audience of around like you said 170,000, which to me is ungodly it's I'm really happy that he took the time to, you know, get things settled out and Square helped. And now he seems to be on a much more solid journey through Eorzea. It's kind of funny because I heard some of like some of the logic behind like basically griefing Asmongol, like saying like, oh, yeah, I don't want toxic wild player crits. Apparently, you know, as popular as he is, Asmongol does have like a reputation for being slightly toxic in his streams, especially when it comes to WoW. Mm-hmm. So there was like uh, there was this like suddenly a crusade to keep toxicity out of Final Fantasy XIV by being equally, if not more, toxic towards a new player. Bitch, we already have toxic players in fourteen. Don't act like he's gonna bring about this new wave of toxicity. Like, don't get me wrong, I love the I love the community of fourteen. I think it's still one of the best MMO communities out there. But don't act like we're some fucking golden child (laughs) like actually you you do like raid content right you do like the raid and the savage content i'm pretty sure you of all people are very well aware of this for for me the raiding scene tends to go casual raiders and then like hardcore like god raiders at the top but then in between there's these raiders that want to be like those super high tier raiders but aren't and like that that toxicity is like all in there so basically oh, yeah. everyone in aether mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and a bit of primal um crystals is the angel i mean what <laughs> <laughs> wow. i'm not biased at all yeah, totally not biased. Uh, no, I could definitely say that. I remember going into one of the Omega Savage tiers completely by accident, by the way. 
And there was literally this guy who did who parsed me and was literally saying, "Wow, you're only doing this amount of damage. Are you even trying? Are you even have to ask me what are you even doing?" And I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna report you for parsing me." Honestly, I hope you did. Like I've and I've had I had somebody like that, and it, it's not just the raid content. There's <clears throat> people that are just as toxic in regular dungeon and stuff like oh, just yeah. a couple of weeks ago i had a really bad experience with like these people that were making like like thinking like oh you can't tank or you don't know how to tank or whatever keep in mind i'm not a i don't know i'm not a, I, don't, I i have a tank but i don't main tanking mm -hmm. but i kept aggro i did damage like i i don't know so yeah, I just I can't help but roll my eyes at these so-called crusaders who want to keep the sanctity of fourteen pure. Like yo, you're you're just as to blame for this stupid behavior as, mm -hmm. as he is apparently. Like, yep. uh, think about it, right? There before Asmongold even came, fourteen has been kind of like this underlying refugee for WoW players. Like like there's a reason why. The term "wow refugee" is a lot more well known than something like a fourteen refugee, and I'd be willing to bet that there were people that were just as, if not more, toxic than Asmongold that came to fourteen and either a quickly saw themselves out because of their toxicity, or b shaped up and became a part of the community. And who's to say that just be just because Asmongold has that following and might have that reputation if he's giving the game an honest shot i feel like it is our responsibility as a community to let him have that shot exactly yeah. like and um my fc mates and i were all talking i think we were all sitting down and watching the stream and my one FC mate goes like, dude, he looks like he's been changing his personality. He's legit enjoying his enjoying the game and as actually having fun. He even said said himself on one stream, he's like, oh, I appreciate all the help, I appreciate all this, but guys, I just want to play the game. Yeah. Which kind of brings back the whole thing of at the end of the day, I I honestly feel like Asmongold's hate on 14. Uh, because if you've noticed, like there's been videos of like him tearing down the the Endwalker trailer and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I honestly feel like it's, it was just exaggerated for content because that's a, a YouTuber it, exaggerating their opinions and their personality. No, no. Yeah, who, who would dare? Whom's whom's would dare? And if he's going to use this as an opportunity to kind of rebrand and be, you know, become a little more down to earth, then fine. And then he'll become, then he'll, then it'll be 14 flavor of toxic. And that'll be a <laughs> totally different flavor. Very passive aggressive. Yes. <laughs> Why aren't you parsing gold? What is wrong with you? Uh, you know, you should probably try doing this instead. Oh my God. You, you damn dragoon bar. You always hugging the floor. Get better. <laughs> Stop swimming in AOEs. So you know, give give him three months. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's, let's like a uh, backtrack a little bit here. And let's also kind of address like, Let's address the why. Why also is there another uh, uh, back uh, another reason why there's a huge influx of uh, wild powers? And while Alan Gold is probably a huge part of it, another big part of it has to be WoW itself. Apparently, with the recent expansion of uh, Shadowlands, also by the way, great title there, <laughs> Blizzard, <laughs> really <laughs> original. Um, it has been losing players with its uh, lackluster content, uh, lackluster story. And just uh, a lot of player complaints that 
I guess fan, uh, even the most loyal fans were like, you know what, I'm gonna try something else for a bit, and it, um, it really goes to show when there's like memes out there of WoW players being like, I want a story like Shadowbringers, and then Blizzard's like, we have Shadowbringers at home, Shadowbringers at home, WoW Shadowlands. Like you, you think it's just funny, oh, because it's like, oh, teehee in the name. But I've actually had a couple of WoW players explain to me like the gen- generic story beats of the plot, and they've compared it to fourteen, and it's like, yeah, no, it's really similar to like the base fourteen plot uh, of of Shadowbringers. Not saying that fourteen is like this fucking, you know, George R R Martin token Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings like trendsetter in terms of plot but in a in a closed space of these two games came out these two expansions came out at a similar time they share a lot of kind of similar beats and uh from what people were saying is uh, <clears throat> blizzard put up the ending cinematic that plays at the end of the expansion right mm-hmm. uh, at, the, at the end of that raid and the likes to dislikes ratio for that particular video and the comment section on that video are a very good mirror, a very good looking glass into how people, what people think of the current state of WoW, and it is not favorable. From the screenshot here, I guess that just pulled up, it's 15,000 dislikes to 4,000 likes. Oof. Big oof. Yeah. So and yeah, like, yeah. It go- it really goes to show when some of your best content or some of your most well received content, ta- sorry, content in the past five years, I'd even maybe argue decade, uh, has been the re revival of the original WoW with WoW Classic, and even then, it's not really holding up all too much. Mm-mm. And combine that with the uh, feeling that players in WoW aren't feel like they're not being listened to uh, by developers. Meanwhile, you got Square Enix and specifically Yoshi P and his team basically addressing every time, like, hey, yeah, we, we know about this stuff. We'll, we'll do better to improve upon it or to fix it. It does give off the feeling like, hey, yes, uh, Yoshi P's team really does care about uh, player feedback. Yeah. And like we were talking with the FanFest, episode a while back it there's this huge difference of we get to see like the main musical composer belt out fucking (laughs) lahi and then several members of the dev team do a meme dance alongside the the rock band which is also consisting of members of the 14 team there's just this sense that the devs aren't necessarily like these un like there's this meme that Yoshi P's a god, right? And he saved 14, and I agree. But he's not this, like, untouchable titan that's, like, on this mile-high pillar. He's a fan. Yeah, he's also a fan. He also means Black Mage, so which is why he's my favorite. But... <laughs> of course. Um, and, you know, I, I have a feeling that probably WoW players saw that kind of, like, feeling... Final Fantasy have during FanFest, and then they probably think, like, I, I want some of that. I want that feeling. It's been a while since I got that feeling of, like, being catered to, or at least being heard. And I'm going to move over here where I can try the uh, 
free trial with including now the <laughs> critically award acclaimed winning. I also think that meme had a hand in all this rise in popularity all of a sudden. I, I mean, honestly would have put past it. Like it's the the social marketing like potential of memes is something that I feel is unprecedented. Like even in this day and age, you'd figure that in this age of technology and us specifically growing up with the advent of the internet, that we'd be used to something like a meme driving sales or, you know, bringing attention to a game that would otherwise be okay, but, like, bringing it to people who wouldn't normally watch it. Mm -hmm. But I'm still here looking at this beautifully critically acclaimed uh, meme of which I've, I've even made a, a, a little edit of that for Yakuza, funnily enough. <laughs> Like people are people are doing this with other games too, and it it's on shirts. People are making merch of it. Apparently, yep. yep. It's I want one. I kind of do too, actually. Like same. And and then like you said, tying it all back to that experience that we I'm pretty we all had at FanFest. Mm -hmm. Like Ashley, you and I, as people who have been major fans, we're just like we may not be able to be there physically, but. I th I still thought it was great. I had a fun. I had a great time. Damn, you know, they... I, my room, not my roommate, my uh, FC mate, and I literally were sitting there and we're just watching the stream together, and we're both like, "What's he doing? What's what? <laughs> what's Token doing?" And then all of a sudden, you just hear both of us busting up laughing. But at that time, like you just never felt more together when yeah. you were just watching this together. Yeah, and then and then you. Daniel, as a as the new person coming in, you get to experience that fan fest. Yes, for that first time, not watching like reruns or anything, but live. Yes. So, um, you know, what's the takeaway from this like big surge in popularity? Well, first of all, great! Like, it's awesome that more people are discovering this game for the first time, especially now that they're coming in at a great time with the with Endwalker. Just a few months. It's only a few months away, guys. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Uh, now is probably the best time to get into WoW, and it's really starting to show. And uh, I'm sorry, on... what did you just fucking say? <laughs> All right, now is the best time to get into Record 14. <laughs> there we go. Whoop, I'm going to edit that part out so you can never know. <laughs> no, no, you keep that shit in. There, sir. We heard you. Uh, get okay. out of WoW. Get into 14. Yes. Um. Yeah, now is the for perfect time to get into 14. Um. So I'm just going to speak on some of my experiences now with this uh, huge influx of sprouts. Like, some uh, observations. Uh, man, I really wish I saved some like tank and healer classes to uh, grind to 80 because all I have left is DPS and fuck my Qs. <laughs> Holy crap. I forgot how much I hated DPS Qs. Meanwhile, Same. all I got is blue mage left. To the, uh, 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 that doesn't play. count. Yes, it does. <laughs> blue mage isn't a real class. One day. Let, let me know when it can get to 80. <laughs> Um, but you know what? It's also great because seeing all these sprouts, and I go into a dungeon when I finally get into one, and then you know it's like a majority, like two or three sprouts. I'm like, okay, guys. Um, hey, um, I'm no, I know, I know, I'm not a mentor here, but if there's anybody, anybody has any questions, let me know. I'll try to explain the mechanics as best I can. And it's always nice when they go like, hey, thanks for being so cool. Uh, you taught a lot. I'm really enjoying the game so far. 
and thank you. It's like, wow, it's you love to see how, that. How does it feel to be on the other on the other end now? It, it feels like, like you, you've feeling. been you've been yeah you've been talking to us about you know oh we love it I love this story or I love it when this happens and it's like yeah no as older as the veterans we're mm. talking back to you it's like yeah how like, how do you enjoy that but now you get to be on that side yeah. I get to go enjoy the cutscene after they do the vault <laughs> oh my oh my god I'm a cruel bastard I don't spoil it I just say enjoy the cutscene. <laughs> And when it comes to Armbell, there are some times where I'll just sit there and groan, and usually I will nope the fuck out of there the moment I can. But when I see like four sprouts, I'm like, okay, time to play babysitter, and then mm-hmm. I try to explain them. If I have a tank in my party, I try my best to lure them away from like certain mobs and try to get them to just go to a straight path. I, I, have, I have a soft spot for for sprouts in Armbell. Yeah. Like I I find it because. I think it's because I had a bad experience in there for my first time. Mm-hmm. So I don't want anybody else to have like the the entire party disband and then have to remake the party. I'm just like, you know what? We're going to stick it out. If it takes 90 fucking minutes, it's going to take 90 minutes. But we'll I'm going to do this. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, guys, you know, especially us veteran, I guess you I'm. I guess I can become as a We don't use that term as like a oh we're older than we've we've been playing longer than you. We're better. It's like experience. Let's just say experience. Uh, Experienced players. You know, we should really just learn to be a a lot more welcoming, a lot more patient. Because again, we gotta remember, like I I still remember being told this multiple times, you are a sprout once too. Mm -hmm. I still remember being told uh i think it was during hawk manor the 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 first one oh yeah that's when somebody told me oh yeah by the way uh i noticed your black mage um and you probably just got like fire three skill uh you want to actually do this kind of rotation instead and i'm like oh and like i wasn't offended i wasn't whatever and i i realized oh wait you're right okay let's go and then i was doing more damage and it was cool you know it's funny in hawk manor is when i really learned about positionals with a monk (laughs) So, you know what? That's a great learning experience. I, I know that you're always going to get some of those players that are just be like, meh, to you. Like, I think I remember Dan and I were both in a dungeon together. And there was these two these two players that I think obviously looked like they were jump potions. And people will know if you jump. Oh, yeah. And um, I said being that asshole says, why are you jumping? Why are you not learning your class? Because... I know that feeling of being picked on for jumping the level I don't feel like leveling. I tried my best to be that person, like, hey, do this. This will help you a little bit. And they took it the completely wrong way. <laughs> and you just can't, you can't always win, but you try yeah. your best. You try your best, of course. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, 14 huge surge in popularity is probably going to be staying like that for a bit of time, especially with and walk around the corner and wow, still on the perceived decline um now i i I think i'll say it again this is the best time to get into 14 yeah hopefully blizzard is seeing these numbers and working on something Mm -hmm. because i still am of the mind that if i don't think wow is going to go down anytime soon wow's too much of a titan to just die but if there's some good healthy competition, like if, if if competition ends, I feel like there's that risk of 14 kind of resting on its laurels as yes. the MMO. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen. 
I think what I would have for a critique with comments for WoW, uh, Blizzard and for WoW is instead of trying to force it to where the players are going to basically, from what I was told, and this was from veteran WoW players who are in 14 at the moment, they said they're basically being forced to just play the game from the beginning with the new content. What I really think WoW needs to do or Blizzard needs to do is do a, um, and this was from another WoW player, do what? PSO did where it's basically the new genesis of just abandon everything you have so far, look to upgrade, look to rewrite a brand new story, new characters, new everything, and just give it to where it's like maybe 10,000 years into the future, making a nice reference to all the old content, but starting almost as brand new. Give it a Yeah. Like what 14 did was like, we all know that 1.0 bombed like oh, hell, yes. and then it came back again with a new, with basically 14 being built from the ground up. And we're leaning in terms of like current content, we're leaning towards the big end of this current arc that's lasted like seven plus years. So, yeah. once that's done, it feels like a brand new start for a lot of people, also. So, and while, and if I remember correctly, while it's been going on since for too many years like i remember i was in high school and it was still going and just going and going and going i think it's finally just getting to that point where it just it needs a rework and it needs to be renewed if you want to keep your player base mm -hmm. so yeah um in summary wow uh wow is kind of declining 14 is growing be nice to spell <laughs> yeah. be nice right. your new player's not a dick yeah don't be a dick um, okay, so uh, Ashley, where can people find your content? People can find me over at twitch.tv slash where I play FF14, I play <laughs> PSO, and then I also play some random RPGs and indie games on the side. Antonio? <laughs> uh, you guys can find me streaming at twitch.tv slash Trifecta, where I stream Monster Hunter and more Monster Hunter. Also Guilty Gear, mainly Monster Hunter, though. <laughs> Uh, you can also find me on uh, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, also AKL Trifecta. And you can find me streaming on twitch.tv slash perpetualplayer1, um, where I'm currently trying to figure out my current schedule. It's kind of weird right now, especially with the new job, but I want to get back into it. But uh, you can also find me on uh, YouTube, uh, tw uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook as perpetualplayer1. And, uh, yeah, um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of New Game Plus. If you like what we do, please leave us a rating wherever you listen to our show, especially at the podcast. Let's get on the algorithm. And uh, until the next episode, guys, see ya. Bye -bye.